so let me get this straight. In in the span of one week, we hear that head-to-head pinball, special when lit, and this week in pinball are no longer going to do their podcasts. And we also hear from Pinball Supernova that he's gone supernova and wants completely out of the hobby as well. And I, I, I'm as shocked as you guys are. And and people have been hitting me up over the weekend, you know, sharing this news, asking when I'm going to do a show and respond to this whole thing going down. I've been a little preoccupied. It was it was Brenda's sister's 21st birthday. Her parents were in town. So family took over my weekend, but you know, here we are. It's a chilly night in New York City, and I want to talk to you and share my thoughts about uh, what has gone down in the pinball podcasting landscape. And this news, it, first let me just say, from on a very, like, if I zoom out and just look at this news, this news sucks. Like, it sucks that three of the greatest pinball podcasts that have been on the airwaves are no longer going to be doing podcasts in the way we know them to do their podcasts. And I know for many of you out there, you listen to a lot of these shows. I mean, I listen to a lot of these shows. I love hearing all the different pinball podcasts that are out there, and I love tuning in and checking them out. And 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 for many of us, we've grown just accustomed to these shows and when their content becomes available. So maybe it's every Monday you expect a new this week in pinball podcast, or you expect a new head-to-head pinball podcast, and then every week you expect a new special when lit pinball podcast, and now those are going away. And and what are my thoughts? Why do I think they're going away? And 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 what does this mean for for the pinball podcasting landscape moving forward? And what do I think these gentlemen are going to do in the future? Because as you know. Uh, They love pinball so much. I do not think this is the last we're going to hear from any of those personalities that have announced they're going to stop their shows. Now, look, I've done 444 podcasts about pinball. I think I know what it's like to get burnt out. I think I know what it's like to reach a point in which you start to question what you're doing and start to wonder and reflect, is this worth it? Am I still enjoying this? You know, I can't tell you the specific reasons why someone is ready to hang up their show or stop doing something that they have been doing for a while. But I can tell you the reason why everyone begins to create pinball content. And it's simple. We all love pinball. And it's a lot of fun to create your own pinball content. And and it's not for everyone. And not everyone is great at it. But for the shows I've mentioned, these are shows with big followings. These are shows in which the hosts of these shows, they created a really great product. And I mean that. I, I mean that when I, when I look at Martin and what he accomplished with Head to Head. There's no denying the fact that Martin and Ryan C together, those two were like Axel and Slash. Like they just had a great chemistry and the dynamic between them, those two. It was irreplaceable. It was irreplaceable. And for, you know, for, for many people out there, when Ryan left the show, it just was never the same. And, and that's how I kind of felt too. And Joe did a good job filling in for Ryan, but it just, it just never, it just never felt the same again. And, and Martin's a trooper, man. He just kept making shows. He kept giving people content and he loves pinball without a doubt. And I think he'll definitely be back and we're definitely going to hear more from Martin in the future. You know, Ken and Bill at Special One Lit, 
Those those two have, have great great banter and 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 what they're doing with the stream, you know. And I talk to Ken on on an almost daily basis about this stuff. I just think those guys have found something else that they might enjoy doing even more than podcasting. And the stream itself that they put up on Monday nights, it just always seems like they're having a ton of fun. And they can go live and engage with the community and play pinball and talk to you about playing pinball and the hobby all in real time. You don't need show notes. You don't have to edit afterwards. It's just a good old time for them every Monday night. And, and I can, I, I'm guessing that that is one of the big reasons why they're deciding to end the podcast, but they're going to continue the stream. And I fully expect them to make the stream even better and think about new ways in which they can make content like that uh, even more enjoyable, not just for the viewer, but for them too. And, and, and I've always said this to Ken, I'm like, man, and, and plus like I, I watch the stream too and people are donating bits on Twitch and I feel like they're making more money and actually getting more recognition uh, on the stream itself than they do doing the show, all right? And then, you know, you have Zach. Zach, Zach, Zach to me, you know, he's up to something. We all know this. The Pinball Network is something that I think he's been working on, and he's going to come back. I fully expected this move from Zach. I mean, doing the podcast for This Week in Pinball for Zach probably was a little bit of a conflict of interest, and I think he wants to stand on his own pedestal and create content his way. And we know he will. We definitely know he will. And and look, Zach's going to be Zach. Martin will be Martin. Ken and Bill will be Ken and Bill. And and that's why that's why these guys have their own followings. I think they've always done it their way. And I think for each of them, I think they reached a point where, you know, they have their reasons why they want to take it in a different direction. Now, look, do I think and as some people are alluding to, that all of this is uh, happening, it's not by coincidence, that they're all going to collude together and create the ultimate pinball podcast show and, and all work together. No, I don't think it's going to be that at all. I, I think each of them has different styles. I think each of them has different creative approaches. And I don't think they want to do that. I think a lot of this is just like, it's a new year. It's January. It's a time of year in which we all reflect and look back on how we've spent our time over the previous year. It's also a time in which we make changes in our lives. It's a time in which we come to sort of like a new conclusion on how we want to spend our time. And I just think these guys individually all came to the conclusion that they still love pinball and they want to do pinball content maybe a different way. Or maybe just let it go for a while and come back with a new approach. That that's how I see it. I I, def, I definitely don't look at it as like some some humongous like conspiracy going on in, in which you know they're they're trying to like work together to take over the pinball content world. Now look, look, you know I, I think to you know I'm reading on Pinside there was a thread about this and and people say some incredibly nasty stuff about me, and 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 I want to just say for the record. I don't think this show has contributed to or been the cause of anyone else's burnout in pinball. And you listen to this show on a weekly basis. We're we're not attacking other shows. We're not going after other people. You know, for me, the moments in which I just got tired of doing the show and I had to take breaks and I burnt out, 
is really when I ended up like in the middle of like maybe an overly dramatic moment in, in, in pinball where Andrew Highway might have been like threatening to sue me and, and people might have been sharing with me inside information on that game and, and, and how Highway Pinball was going under and nobody believed me. And then I, I, got, so in, I got so in deep in that story that it just it became no, no fun, right? It, it wasn't fun anymore. It's not fun when, when Jersey Jack calls me a terrible person, or it's not fun when people say I need to shut up about play field issues. And you know, and I'm not here, I'm not here to not enjoy this. I am here on a weekly basis because I enjoy doing the show. Like the moment it no longer becomes enjoyable is also the moment I hang it up. Now, I love doing this show because of the creative freedom. I love doing this show because there usually is enough to talk about in the pinball world on a weekly basis that keeps it interesting. Now, I will also say this. The last few weeks, the last few weeks, I feel have been a somewhat demoralizing moment in pinball. And here's what I mean by that. I mean, it's really hard for people to keep their excitement levels high in this hobby if you spend too much time nitpicking every single thing going on in the hobby. I think it's a combination of the Stranger Things launch, I think was a little underwhelming for people. I think the Rick and Morty launch was launched perfectly, but now I think there's a complete drought in the Rick and Morty sort of enthusiasm and people need something more to go on, right? We're, we're a real ravenous bunch of enthusiasts. We, we constantly need something like each week to propel us into the next week to stay relevant and to stay talking about the pinball hobby. I mean, go into the Rick and Morty thread right now. It's starting to like unravel a little bit and just become this random thread of garbage again. It's like we, 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 it's like we have no patience. We, need, we, we constantly need something new to discuss and pull apart and nitpick. And, and again, like I think in January, I think people just reach a point where, where maybe they're just they're, they're tired of it all and they just want to take a break. I mean, I fully understand why Marty wanted to take a break in January. It's like you do an entire year's worth of shows. You hardly get any money from it. And, and you're just burnt out and you just want to take a break. But then in the very moment in which you want to just relax... You've got the Twippy voting happens in the very month of January in which you're trying to just like take some time off. And it's like, it's, it's, it's unavoidable. The, the other part of the discussion of, you know, does the Twippies create a sense of like winning and losing when it comes to content creation? And does that popularity contest adversely affect people? And does it remove their motivation to do it if, it if they feel like they're not recognized? And I just want to say this because when I was reading the Pinball Supernova, Lee over there, his, his explanation as to why he's getting out of the hobby. No one else, everyone else, if you listen to everyone else saying, you know, we're, we're going to do our final podcast, everyone else went out with grace. Lee decided to go out with some real strident remarks and some real bitterness about why he's leaving pinball. And look, it's it's his prerogative. It's his prerogative. I mean, if that's how he feels, that pinball is being dominated by self-absorbed personalities and 
you know, no one cares about the uh, the content that he creates and his 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 clicks and his viewership has gone significantly down and he's feeling underappreciated. You know, look, that's 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 on Lee. Everyone who makes pinball content, part of what we do, part of our job as pinball content creators is to create an audience, is to stay relevant, is to keep up with what the needs are or the wants are of the community that absorbs pinball content. I mean, that's just it's it's just basic marketing 101. I, I can't help it if Lee feels like he he feels underappreciated. But then he also goes on to say that he's gonna sell his entire collection and he's kind of like done with pinball. And here's what I always always want to avoid. In anything you do in life, if you have something you enjoy and it brings you pleasure, you have to be careful about not allowing it to take over your life so much so that you reach a burnout point like that where you don't even want it in your life anymore, where you want to get rid of it, where you want to burn down everything you created and you want to just like abandon the entire hobby and the entire community because of what other people are doing and what other people are saying and how other people are engaging in the hobby. Who cares? I mean, I look at Lee's response. Who cares that there's big personalities doing podcasts? Who cares if there's a whole new bunch of new inbox buyers that think Elvira's couch is worth $15,000? Who cares if playfields are dimpling and people are still buying? I mean, if you can't still find a way to enjoy the hobby and you let all the external forces get to you, then you're always going to be unfulfilled in your endeavors to create pinball content for people. I do this show. I do this show as a creative outlet for me, and I do this show for my fans. And I don't want to walk away because I don't want to walk away from the enjoyment I get from what I create. And I don't want to walk away for you, the listener. I mean, this becomes part of your weekly routine. I know that. I know that you guys look forward to new episodes. And if I were to announce tomorrow that Canada's Pinball Podcast was going away, I know that a lot of you who enjoy this show on a weekly basis, some of what you enjoy in pinball would be gone. And, And I don't want that to happen. It's like when you find out your favorite TV show got canceled. There will come a time, though. I'm just prepping all of you. There will come a time when this show will come to an end. It's not today. It's not before I see what Deep Root does. It's not before Guns N' Roses and Toy Story. I want to. I, I mean, I'm looking forward to sharing my points of view on 2020 and pinball. I mean, it, it looks like it's going to be a very exciting year in pinball in 2020, and I and I don't want to like jump ship now. Now and and again, I don't think these guys are jumping ship. I think they're just I think they're just moving into another way to share content with you. Look, it could be a new show. It could be a new show. It could be a new stream. It's they're still going to be a part of this hobby. So if you love those gentlemen and you love the content they create, I really think you're not going to be disappointed for very long. I think you're going to still have them be a part of the community. Now, Lee over at Supernova going Supernova. I I don't know. I don't know. It sounds like he's just done. He's just fed up that all of this just got to him. You know, maybe it's because he didn't get uh, enough twippy votes, but it's don't ever do it for that stuff. If you do your pinball content expecting money, expecting an audience, 
expecting recognition, expecting pats on the back, expecting praise, then you're doing it for the wrong reasons. And I don't think he was doing it for those reasons. I really don't. I think he just loved pinball. And I think part of him probably just hates seeing where some of the pinball content has evolved to. And, and look, I'm just going to be completely blunt. He probably hates someone like me. And he sees Canada as being some of what's wrong in the pinball hobby these days. And you know who you are. I hear people calling me a D-bag and saying all these nasty things about me. My favorite insult about Canada is that I'm, I'm a womanizer. I'm a womanizer. I'm happily married to Brenda. What does that mean I'm a womanizer? Like I go around like insulting women. I work with women all day long. For You can go up to any woman I work with at my company and nobody would say that I'm a womanizer. Wow. I've also got a Napoleon complex apparently. I'm not that short. Come on, guys. I was born with a silver spoon. Was I? Really? When I was growing up, my parents, they didn't have money. For most of my, you know, for half of my childhood, my dad got somewhat successful. Everything that I've got here going right now, I'm, I'm, I'm earning it. I don't, I don't begrudge anybody whose parents were successful. I hate that mentality in this country when you insult people like that just because what don't you, don't you want your kids to look at you and say, hey, like my parents were successful. Do you want your kids to be insulted because maybe you gave them more than, than you grew up with? Isn't that part of the American dream? People get salty when they're driving Subarus all day long. Anyway, but look, this is a unfortunate occurrence in the pinball podcasting world. I'm not happy that these guys are going away. You know, on some level, I love having more competition. And, And when I say competition, I don't mean like we're competing for anything. I just mean like what we're competing for is to become the most entertaining pinball podcast. That's the that's the real competition for me. It's not a twippy. It's can I make the most entertaining pinball podcast? And the only measurement of that, the truest measurement of that, are how many people will listen. If this show sucked, if I was this terrible D-bag who did not care about pinball, who was all those nasty things that people say about me, why would anyone listen to this show? I think you know the answer is I'm not that criminal to the hobby that some people want you to think I am. And then I also have proven that you don't need to own a pinball machine in your home to give an opinion about pinball. That elitist attitude is really what rubs people the wrong way. I don't know a ton about pinball history, but I'll tell you this, I know 99 percent more than most people do in the world about pinball it's because i've been studying the modern pinball world okay now yes i i don't know every game from the past and who designed everything and all the rule sets and all the different things that went on in pinball you know decades ago but when it comes to modern pinball and and giving an analysis of the modern pinball hobby this is what we do this show's not talking about Bally Williams games from the past. We're not going over like how to be score high and how to uh, you know achieve great things in tournaments. I'm talking to you about the moves that pinball companies are doing in real time in the present day. And that's the focus of this show. We're not here to shill a company. We're not here to like give these in-depth review of games, even though we do that every once in a while. We'll interview people when it makes sense on this show. 
And that's, that's, that's what I enjoy doing. Now, I've always said too, I think another reason people burn out is they're on a schedule. Once you put a schedule attached to your content, you basically become somewhat tied to that. I bet Mr. Franchi, Christopher Franchi, is kicking himself a little bit when he said that they're going to have a new episode up every two weeks. Because if you listen to their show, it's high production, a lot of editing, a lot of work is going into that. And now you have to do it every two weeks. But what if you don't feel like doing it every two weeks? What if like there's not a lot of new stuff going on? What if there's conflicts in your, your co-host schedules? It becomes work. And it never should be work. This is not work. This is play. When I pick up a microphone and I talk to you about pinball, this is as playful as it gets for me when it comes to creating content. When I'm at work and I'm coming up with ideas and I'm creating content at my job, it's different. I can't just say what I want. I can't just speak my mind. I can't just show up when I want to show up. I can't just bring ideas when I want to bring ideas. I'm on deadlines. I have clients to consider. You know, I'm being paid by a boss and an employer. If I don't show up, let's say if I say I'm going to have ideas by Friday for a new business pitch and I don't show up with ideas, I'm in trouble. But if, if, if I say I'm going to do a pinball podcast when I feel like it and I don't do one for a week, I'm not in trouble. It's, it's just how I feel. I didn't get one up yesterday. Everyone just expects Canada to have a show on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, or just three times a week. And for the most part, I've obliged you with that kind of cadence, but I'm, I, I, I would never schedule this show. And also, the other thing, I would never, I w- and this is what I don't do, I, I never create segments of this show. Because when you do segments, again, it's like I've always said, you got to work to fill those segments. And I love listening to stuff like market trends just like you do. And I don't want to do a ton of extra work to create pinball content on a weekly basis. I don't because I just, it's too much time and effort to get to something that might not ultimately be worth it or I just might not enjoy it. Like I am here to capture. I think what's going on on, on on Pinside and what's going on at the companies and what are the rumors and speculation, okay? And it works for me. And I think these amazing gentlemen have decided that they're ready to do something else. And I'm sad to see them go. I really am. I'm sad to see them go. And I, I really wish the best for all of them. I sent a really nice note to Martin and I meant it. Martin and Ryan... Those guys, man, those guys were always the ones that I looked at and I felt like, you know, they were just crushing it with some of the best interviews ever in pinball. They were. They got everybody that you could ever want to interview about pinball. And hats off to them for doing all of those amazing shows for all of us to enjoy. Okay? Now, it's hard in pinball, too, because this is a, I'm just going to be honest, it's a very transient and a very temporary value that we add. When you interview someone, you're capturing a moment in pinball that's relevant in that moment. A year later, not so relevant anymore, right? And all my interviews, like it captures a moment. 
Are people going to go back and, and re-listen to that stuff? Who knows? I don't think so. I think what we're doing is content for today. It, it, it has its moment, and that moment passes. Uh, sometimes I'm like, man, like one day, if I have a kid, is he going to like wake up 20 years from now and start at Canada's Pinball Podcast number one and listen through all like four or 500 episodes? I mean, if you started from the very beginning, you could follow the narrative. You would learn about these companies, but it's, it's weird. I don't think people do that with pinball podcasts. It's not like true crime podcasts where you can go back like years earlier and just listen to them talking about like a crime that was committed because it, that's a story in itself, but I don't think anyone cares. I, I, I think this show only works because we try to be as timely and as relevant as we possibly can. And, and head to head, without a doubt, without a doubt, the show that gave the pinball podcasting world the best interviews. You know, special when lit, Ken and Bill, I mean, they've infused a level of positivity and a level of enthusiasm. And, and they're just like magnetic people that bring people together in a very positive way. And we need more of that spirit in this hobby. There's too much like attacking. There's too much negativity at times and too much tearing down of people. And Ken and Bill bring people together. They bring enthusiasm and they bring the right kind of vibe that I think pinball needs going into 2020. And I know they're going to keep doing it. So I'm excited. I, I love going onto their stream on Monday nights and hanging out with them. I love it. And, and I know you would too. And maybe you should explore that. Like turn off Pinside and go actually hang out with people in real time. Much more enjoyable, right? And, and Zach, forget it. I mean, to say Zach Many is going anywhere, to say Zach Many is going to disappear for very long on the airwaves is ridiculous. Zach is planning something. Zach is always experimenting with new types of pinball content, right? Remember the Cribs show? Where'd that go? Gone? Didn't really work? Probably too much effort for what it was worth? Okay, he shelved it and he's going to do something else. He's behind this pinball network. I can't wait to see what it is. And it's going to be Mr. Many doing what he does best. Some of you are going to like it. Some of you are not. I think if there's anyone that I relate to in the sense of like, we got a lot of arrows in our back, it's Mr. Many too. People want to just call Zach a shill. And look, yes, we all can get a little bit annoyed at the amount of flipping out advertisements that have to sit in the front of podcasts and have to be always present on the streams. I get it, but it's his company. He's trying to drive sales for his company. And if he wants to give pinball reviews and sell you games, just know where it's coming from. Do I think it's a conflict of interest? A little bit. But also when I listen to Zach's reviews, I, I don't think he buries areas of games that can use improvement. I don't. I mean, to be fair, he'll call stuff out that he doesn't like in a game. So, and, and that's got to be hard if, if you're trying to be, you know, someone who's just only trying to sell, that you're going to tell people that it's not the best art package or, or the, you know, this could use more work or the projector could use more code, right? You know, is he going to come out and say like, this game's a piece of crap like Canada would? Probably not, but it's understandable why he doesn't do that. But he's working hard on getting people a lot of content. Mr. Jack Danger out there incredible, incredible, incredible stream. So much fun going on to dead flip. 
there, there are some incredible personalities that are, that are working hard every week, every day, multiple hours a week, countless hours a year to give you guys the content you want. And Robin and Pinside and all the moderators there, I mean, it's like this, there's a little microcosm world of people that just have an interest in making pinball content. And here's what else will happen. Here's what else will happen. More pinball podcast shows will, will come out. Brand new shows will develop in 2020. Shows will rise from the ashes of the shows that go away. People will be inspired to pick up the mic just as I did, just as Marty did, just as Ryan did, just as Ken and Bill did, just as Zach did. They will be inspired by those shows to give it a go themselves. And that is awesome. And I encourage you, if you feel the inkling to make pinball podcasting a creative outlet for your love of pinball, then I think you should do it. You know who I would love? I would just love for him to do a podcast because he is very knowledgeable, he's very outspoken, and he's got the exact kind of personality that I think works well for a podcast is Crazy Crazy Levy. Is it Levy or Levy, right? But he's, he's always talking about pinball. I think he'd be better off, instead of typing all those comments, is just do a podcast, maybe once a week, in, encapsulating everything going on in the hobby. But even he said it, like, it doesn't take that much work to go on the pin side and troll the hell out of the site for like a few hours, and then you're done. When you do a podcast, it's just, it's just more work required. And so I, I think we're going to see more pinball podcasts pop out and become, you know, so, someone, some new show will come that will have a breakout new approach. And I've heard people say the reason why these shows end is, is they're all saying the same thing. They're all covering the same topic. And there's some truth to that. There is a fatigue that sets in as like, what else can I add? Like, what else can I say that's not going to be redundant? And I'll tell you, the thing that never gets redundant, the thing that doesn't get covered by everybody else is you. I mean, the host. It's the personality of all these people. They're all different. Poor Man's podcast, Loser Kid podcast, Albert, Pinball Nerds podcast. Everyone's got a different personality. Everyone has a different approach and a style. If you enjoy it, just do it. Who cares? And look, if you want to do a show and you get 200 people who listen to every one and, that, and you're cool with that, then what's the big deal? You'll have 200 people that love listening to you. Right now, we're, we, and, and I've looked at our listener base, we've climbed even higher than last year, and, and, and which is great. It just shows that we're, we're getting more and more people into uh, enjoying pinball podcasts. And I think some people are stuck in the past. I think some people still want to hate me for their own reasons. And I think they still want to crucify Canada. And to those people, I say that you're missing out. I think you're missing out on one of the most entertaining pinball podcasts. I hope we win a third Twippy and prove you haters wrong. I do. Because I'm, I'm working hard getting all these shows up. You know, you don't win a Twippy because you mailed it in. You don't win a Twippy because you're not working hard. We're, we're where we're at. For fans of the show, I just want to be completely blunt. We are where we're at. Number one pinball podcast. We get 
two to 3,000 people listen to every episode without, without co-hosts, without interviews. And I think it's great. It's because all of you tune in. And we won two years in a row, not because the show sucks. It's because I put in a lot of hard work at making this show as entertaining as possible. And I sacrifice a lot of my time to give you this show. And I give you some rumors and I give you some speculations and sometimes we're right, sometimes we're wrong. But I hope by now, I hope by now, you understand that I do love this hobby. And I think I do a lot of great for this hobby in keeping people motivated and excited to stick with it and enjoy pinball. And, and I love doing it. And I think we're gonna take it again. And, and I hope that that also inspires other people to pick up the mic and do a show and try to make it even more entertaining and, and put it in their voice and give us their opinions, but do it their way. And that's, that's the greatest thing about uh, this country and freedom of speech and the ability to just do this. Just, this is not cost prohibitive. A $200 microphone, a $200 microphone, some free Audacity software, a free you know, a website that I can access from anywhere, and, and Facebook communicating with all you guys on, on, a, on a daily basis on, on, my, on my Canada Pinball Podcast Facebook page. It's all you need. It's all you need. No, you don't need to go buy six to $15,000 machines. You don't. You don't need to do any of that to have an opinion about these games. You really don't. And yes, if you're going to review a game, you've got to play it. Right? That's, just, that's just the one thing you can't do. You can't review a game without having flipped it. You can give your opinions about aspects of the game, but if you're going to review a game, yes, you do need to physically stand in front of pinball machines and play the damn thing if, if, if you want to do that, all right? Look, everybody, I know that a lot of you are bummed out. I'm bummed out. Some of my friends' shows are going away. And I, I hope that new shows come up that you enjoy. And if you're feeling a little bit of a void, uh, just know that I'm going to be around to give you guys content. And, and I look forward to seeing what Zach and company and all these guys have planned for the future. And I would just ask all of us, th th there's no one to blame. Hey, Lee, there's no one to blame. If you have lost your love of pinball, it's nobody's fault but your own. It's just the way it is in life. You let yourself get too close to the fire. You might have expected too much. And, and Lee... I think you're going to regret it. I really do. I think if you sell your collection and go out in this blaze of glory because of jackasses like me, you're going to regret it. I would take a break, take a pause, and find a new way to enjoy this hobby that I know you love. And you've created so much great content. It would be a shame to let that person or that person ruin it for you. And just that's just some words of advice. Everybody, have a great night. This is this. I I, I hopefully I don't I don't have to address any more podcast leaving this week. Um, we'll be back with more episodes. I think the one thing, and again, I think Rick and Morty, man, I just want to see some of this game by now. I, it's you know people are they're just dying to have something on this title now. I do. I think Stranger Things has left everyone being like, eh, it is what it is. I, I, I do. I think Stranger Things is going to go down as like a bit of a mediocre game. 
I'm not even going to talk about Greg Bone. Poor Greg Bones is trying to sell this game. I know he hyped it and now he's selling it. But that's what Greg always does. I, I'm just shocked that people are like, well, you, you can't do that, Mr. Bone. It's what Greg always does. He plays a game, he enjoys it, and he moves on. Whether he enjoys it or not, he still moves on from the game. So before people start attacking the dude, maybe maybe research his, his normal behavior because that is what he is showcasing right now. But I think Stranger Things has bummed people out. I think people are wanting to see Rick and Morty to see if it actually like shoots and lives up to the hype. And then I think it's like this waiting period to Texas Pinball Festival and Deep Root and Ninja Turtles and all that stuff. And it's during these periods in which I, I, I think people start to lose patience. And I'm just, just saying, everyone, be patient. A lot of good stuff is coming in pinball. A lot of good pinball podcasts are coming from yours truly and others out there. And let's all try to just like, do me one favor this year. I keep saying it. January, go to the gym, work out, eat healthy, take care of yourself. I spent more time exercising than playing pinball. And I'd rather my life be that way. Okay? You should too. I'm serious. You're never going to read a story where someone's like, man, I wish I played more pinball when I was younger. No, it's I wish I took care of myself. So do me a favor. Go look at Jared. The guy's lost like 100 pounds. Phenomenal transformation. He didn't get that way playing pinball. Anyway, you can do both. You can love pinball and take care of yourself. Wow. And then, and then everything is more enjoyable. All right, everyone. Have a great day. We'll talk to you soon. They were singing bye-bye, Miss American Pie. Drove my Chevy to the levee, but the levee was dry. Them good old boys were drinking whiskey and rye, singing this will be the day that I die.